Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beyond the Mat podcast, hosted by Emmanuel Clauser and Jared Rowan. A space for you to transcend your yoga beyond your mat and into your life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our last episode of 2021. Woohoo! Yeah, hopefully we're moving into a better year. But, but you know what? I, had, I actually had a client today. She's such a positive person. And I said, you know, oh, I hope it's not 2020 part two. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you know what, though? Now we have medicine and vaccines. She really put things into perspective. Well, that's nice. And she had COVID. She did. She was doing telehealth. And okay. she was like, Jared, and I'm good. So she's right. Like, they're, you know, I, it's not as bad as we were. So I think it's going to be a good year. I think so, too. I have a good feeling about this one. Yeah, me too. Did you, this is random, but did you think of a word? Because I know you always do a word. So I've been going back and forth, and this may be subject to change. Well, it's not time yet. I, <laughs> so, yeah, we always pick, I pick a word every year um, to try to manifest. And last year was purity, um, which... I will have successfully done that on December 31st. So no um, drugs and alcohol, daily meditation, and no um, personal pictures on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, This year, I'm thinking, I'm not solidified, is nurture. Okay. I like Uh, it. What about you? Do you do 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 the I did. Okay. So last year was clarity. And I think we got plenty of that. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal. Crystal clear. Uh, Thank you. But I think this year feels like a little bit of a, like a rebirth or a new beginning. And I was thinking, although it doesn't seem very creative or inspiring, Mm -hmm. that my word might be foundation. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Building a found- yeah, building a foundation, creating a foundation, yeah. stability. Mm-hmm. And and this is just for the listeners is it's funny you said rebirth because as I came back from London, one of the things I got in Manuel is a little it's like a little peacock change purse and believe it or not peacock feathers if they're detached are bad luck. But oh, if, I know. I, learned I didn't this. know that. If they're still attached, which on her little change purse, they're it attached. is. Don't worry and about it, me. <laughs> it's a symbol of rebirth. Wow. Yeah, and you just um, got back from Canada, right? Like half hour ago. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I so did. if we get delirious during this pod, then you can you can stay tuned and be delirious <laughs> with us. Uh, but no, we've both been traveling. I was blessed to be able to visit my mom and my brother and my dad, my aunt, and my grandma in Canada. So pretty much my whole family up there. Um, If you're listening and you're in Quebec or in Canada, you know how crazy COVID was. So it was kind of a scary time, especially on the way up. A lot of things were shutting down and restriction were changing as I was heading up there. But it was a really good thing for me because we ended up literally failed our mission by one movie to watch all of the Harry Potter movie. Oh, like the last one, part, Deathly Hallows Part 2. Part missed. 2. So okay. when we hit stop recording, you guys know what I'm doing. Finishing. <laughs> I'm going to finish. Um, so I did that. We played a lot of Catan and oh. just hung out in like a little, what they call a bubble up there. So we didn't really see anyone else. And Tell them about what was all over the ground. Snow. Oh my gosh, so much snow. It was really beautiful. Um, I posted like a little 
bit on Instagram. I'm trying to up my Insta game, but you know, I made a little reel and you can see some Canadian scenes on there. Um, but yeah, it was super fun and quaint and I'm really glad that I got to go. You went to London? Yeah, London was the same thing. Um, COVID made it a big inconvenience. Again, not to be a downer, but um, a lot of testing. We did survive, luckily. Uh, <laughs> we did <laughs> We are here. We did survive. Um, and it, it was the most. I, I had actually texted Emmanuel about it. Um, it was like, I think I used the word like opulent. Mm-hmm. One of the most opulent. Very pricey. Um architecturally beautiful cities I've ever seen in my life. And I told her I I fall in love with like every accent I hear. So I learned all sorts of things like wanker, which is, you know, use your imagination, bollocks, you know, a slag, um, lots of stuff. Um, So we had a blast and we're home and happy to be home though. It's always good to land, right? Oh, hundred percent. Back in, into your your space, so I'm so also still adjusting. I've been home a couple of days and I'm back to work. So, been loving seeing my people though. That's I was exciting. like, oh, I'm dreading going to work, but then it felt like once you get going, I was like, oh my god, how you been? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay, real quick, if you have. We have listeners that are mm-hmm. thinking of traveling to London. What was your highlight? Oh, yeah, that's easy. Um, so that's it's not, easy. yeah, it's not going to be a super historical old highlight, but I would say go to the Shard and schedule afternoon tea at Ting. T I N G. Okay. I mean, it will be a magical experience. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, <sighs> It's yeah, that would be the that would be the thing. That would be the thing. And I think Matt would say the same thing. You think yeah, you Oh, agree. we were like, yeah, giggling and yeah, it was it felt like tea. Felt like tea time. <laughs> <laughs> like tea time, right? That's amazing. Yeah. Um cool. You want to share with the with the group what the topic of today's episode yeah. is? So today this is a this is a pretty familiar topic and we'll bring it back to the yoga the new year is coming up mm-hmm. and i mean literally in a couple of days when this podcast launches and always those dreaded new year's resolutions or things that we want to change um and in the yoga practice it's a little similar we call it like setting an intention yeah or a sankalpa right um and we do that generally at the beginning of every class i mm-hmm. would say um and it's a big practice in yoga nidra i don't know if you knew this because um, at the end of the practice, mm-hmm. you set your sankalpa, or your sankalpa comes to you. Yeah. Um, your, your heart's desire um, is how it's translated. So we thought about this podcast, and we're like, New Year's resolution, new goals. Um, and what came to mind was something called the creation equation. Mm-hmm. And this is from the book that I, I raved about or have been raving about, which <laughs> is The Four Desires by Rod Stryker. Um, and it was a book that personally changed my life. We're not going to get into all the deep dialogue of the book, but there's one specific thing in the book called the creation equation. And do not worry, it's it's not math. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like in Mean Girls when she's like, the limit does not exist. The limit does not <laughs> exist. Um, no, this is going to be straightforward. Grab a pen, though, eventually to write it down. We'll let you know when. We'll put it in the, the, the notes, probably. Yeah, for sure. Um, but basically, the philosophy behind this creation equation is that there's four components to it, and we'll get into that later. But by balancing these four components, 
you will always reach your fulfill. You will always fulfill your desire. Okay. That's like, wow, really? And the guy, you know, Rod Stryger says it's infallible. It works no matter what. So listen, you guys should be paying us right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is like some good info. So I think we will also link our Venmo. No, just kidding. Yes. Um, no, seriously, just come visit us in yoga class. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually going to start and I'm going to push it a little bit over to Emmanuel is what are some ways to figure out what my goals and desires are? What would you say to someone? Some of the ways that we've discussed in previous episodes, such as like sitting in meditation or journaling, uh, going to talk therapy, just being present with yourself so that you can check in and see where you're at. Because I'm assuming, you know, that we're talking about something that's a long haul project here. Right. 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 Can be. Yeah. It, it tends to be a longer, longer haul project. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so these are all things that we can do so we can check in with ourselves and say, okay, what are where am I at in my life and what are some things that I aspire to do, to be, to share, and to have, right? right? right. So I would say that's how you sort of check in. Yeah. There's different ways to for every different person. Yeah, I think you hit on a lot of them. Like you said, meditating, see what comes up. And I think you, you'll you recall this, but in the yoga training that we do together, there's an activity when we're lecturing on the yamas and niyamas, and it's on nonviolence. Mm-hmm. And it says that one of the ways to combat nonviolence is through balance. And we have the, the, the trainees list all of their responsibilities on one side of the mm-hmm. paper, and then all of their um, joys, on, things that light their soul on fire on mm-hmm. the other side of the paper. And then we have them compare their lists. And we're not going to get into the nonviolence part, but that's a way to see, like, what brings you joy. Right. And maybe from that list, is there something popping out that's like, I want to do that with my life? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm really passionate about art. Like, sometimes I have people just reflect on, like, what is it that, that you feel called to? And we talked about this in another podcast, but entrust it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that may be where you start. Um, and talk therapy, you're right, super beneficial. Um, I work with many people that are coming just to find direction. And I had one girl years ago, and I remember she was very super depressed. Um, and she goes, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And it was literally breaking down what she loved in life. I'm like, well, tell me what you like. And she's like, well, I think I love to travel. And I'm like, okay, let's break it down. How do we travel? She didn't have a car at the time. Well, I need a car. And I'm like, okay, let's break it down. How do we get the car? She's like, I need money. How do we get money? Job. Let's get a job. So it's like, it's play- I always say it's playing the long game. Mm-hmm. Do you, does that resonate with you? Yeah, for sure. Like you have to break that down. Um, so I think the method you mentioned is, is sit with yourself, journal, do the list. And I think what you kind of brought that if you're going with meditation, journaling or therapy or anything else that might work for you. Mm. I mean, I right now have giant post-its on my wall, like where I write down things and bits and pieces and it helps me organize my thoughts. So these are just some ways that are very common that people use but vision boarding or anything else that might work for you is Mm -hmm. great and jared kind of brought it to you know connecting with your heart's desire too like as you establish your goal 
to make sure that it's authentic to you. Because sometimes we want things because we're influenced by society or we think we should want this or we think we should have that. And so we set out to do things that maybe are not super authentic to us. So I think why, you know, it can be a little bit counterintuitive to say, why would I meditate to set out my goals? Um, I'm going to look at my bank account and say, I need to make $20,000 more Mm -hmm. next year and I don't need to meditate on that. That's pretty straightforward. It may or it may not be what your really your heart's desire is mm-hmm. and what's authentic to you. It, there's a chance that that has something to do with it. So, like, the right. girl that you were talking about, she had to get a job. Right. Right? That was kind of part of it. And it's mm-hmm. like, but beyond that, what are you driven to do? What do you feel compelled to? What brings you joy is the word that right. you use to help you feel alive that you feel content with. And that's a big thing you hit. Um, and the book has a whole section on figuring out that first. Okay. <laughs> um, but but we're going to translate it into more, you know, I guess easier examples yeah. or um, straightforward. But one thing you hit on too, I think that's important to mention is oftentimes we're achieve- we are striving to achieve other people's goals that they have set for us. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest and, and easily relatable one is your career. I think our parents have a vision for us. And I just don't mean Emmanuel and myself. I mean for society. Yeah, for and sure. And I see it all the time. And, and so many people are in, in careers they do not enjoy. So many people. And I, I get it. You don't need to love your job. But you should feel like you're doing, like you said, your heart's calling, like like your spirit's calling. So know when you're figuring out what you want out of life, it's okay if you disappoint a few people. Oh, as yeah. long as you're not one of them. And th- this can be, as we're going to relate it to New Year's and the, and the day coming up, like spitting out some simple ones. Getting healthy. Whatever is going to make you feel more at ease, yeah. you know, uh, a lot of times in my life, I've done almost like a spring cleanup, like mm-hmm. a, a per, like a reorganizing of my space. Right. You know how I am about my space. I like it a certain <laughs> yes. way. And so that to me, even though it's, it could be like a fresh start, something that makes mm-hmm. you feel like a little bit more pep in your step. Right. Um, it could be you know, diversifying what you do as a hobby, like reading instead of watching yeah. movies. Or, you know, if you are someone that likes movies, maybe you go to a concert or just like trying new things yeah. to kind of spark a little bit of interest mm-hmm. or a little fire in your life. That's also things right. that people do. Maybe engaging in self-care, engaging in a practice of self-discipline. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's tons. There's so much. It's a good time to reflect back. It gives us a marking point that's clear in time. Right. And then we have a, a moment that we can reflect back upon. And if we need to make adjustments, then it's, right. you know, right. it's a nice time to do that. Yeah. So kind of that we're saying, think about what you want in 2022. Doesn't have to be grand scheme. Like I'm going to like, you know, save the world. No. Um, <laughs> think small, start small and give it a try. Um, and the creation equation, and this is where I'm going to give you the spew, and then Emmanuel and I are going to break the points down mm-hmm. and explain how it works. Basically, there are four components. So I'm going to give the Sanskrit and then break it down, okay? So it's Shakti plus is Vayu must be greater than 
karma, how Rod Stryker defines karma, to equal prapiti. Now let me put it in English. <laughs> so you got so yeah. it's got to be strong desire plus a strong effort is greater than resistance. And if you if you always balance that equation that way, you will always reach your fulfillment of your desire. And it never fails. They're saying that it never fails. And okay. if you th- and what tends to happen is people have to look at specific parts of the equation to see which one's off. Okay. Tends to be, uh, I mean, tends to be all three if you really think about it. Because if we think you got to know what you're doing, mm-hmm. that's the first one. And we kind of talked already about how to figure that part out. Right. Like this, the, I, I have to know what my desire is. Um, and it should be strong enough for me to adhere to it. Yeah. Right. And now, okay, so then should I know how great the resistance is before I decide how much work I put in? Um, I would say that you have to consider the resistance, yes. I okay. think you look at the equation all at once. And it's almost like when you're goal setting, like, like this is, I want to get healthier. Mm-hmm. That's like the... The Shakti piece, the, right. the, the begin, desire, the desire, and it's strong. I want to get healthy. The effort. What do I got to do? Make a list. Eating habits, exercise, you know, personal choices. And then the next one is resistance. This is where we're looking at internal and external resistance. Okay. I yes. like that. And we'll, we'll get into that. And then if you balance those, you got to consider all three of those and create this map. And then figure out which one's lacking or which one needs more of. Um, so we've kind of said the the first one, the desire. Um, I think it it makes more sense to talk about the resistance before the effort in some ways. Right, because right? then you can get an idea of how you're going to map right. it out. So let, so if we think of it in the sense of um, what's obstructing me from get from reaching my goal, and if we're using health. For mm-hmm. an example, let's think about that. What would you say could be for people their resistance, both internal and external, to, for them getting healthy? Well, if I think, let's say, of myself, mm-hmm. um, the weather, like I, I'm someone that loves to be outside. Okay. And so this time of the year is hard because I like to walk. Like sometimes I don't even want to walk my dog and I know that sounds horrible, but I don't like to be cold. So I think that that could get in the way. That's, I guess, an external resistance that you might encounter. Mm. And then internal is like, I think a lot of it is based on your self-talk and you just got to get real with yourself. So that would be, I guess, an example of internal, external resistance that I might encounter. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect sense. I think it's exactly, it's literally meaning, you know, is it my geographical location? Is it my financial situation? Like what is preventing me from doing these things? Mm -hmm. And then the internal yeah, it's self-talk. It's faulty beliefs. I'm not good enough. I don't have time. It's, it's. I hate to say it, excuses. Yeah. Um, so the resistance is where quite a bit of work has to be had. Because then we examine the resistance, internal and external, and we figure out, okay, I got to lower the resistance. Because the only way this equation works is if my resistance right. is less than my desire and my effort. So then you, you work on that. Like you said, if you're an outside work, someone who works out outside, but it's too cold, you either got to kind of adapt. 
and layer up or maybe do it yeah yeah or go to the gym or maybe if it's i'm not good enough you change you do an affirmation practice like like it's not so you know when people hear this creation equation it's like oh i'll just do it this takes time and effort and you got to look at each piece and break it down but that's why it's It's infallible and it works because it's it's much deeper project yes um, so I think that's like looking at your resistance. Um, if you think about it, it's reframing so many different habits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Totally. And so it's more of a lifestyle practice than a magical formula, mm-hmm. but it's kind of well disguised Yeah. because people are, I do think we'd like things that work quickly. Like right. if there was a magic formula, everyone would want to use it. Mm-hmm. So it's a very smart way to say, just use this equation, right. but Really, it's change your lifestyle and, and see how it goes. Or I guess that's how I perceive it. Yeah. No, I think you you hit it exactly on the head. Um, so you work on reducing that resistance. And then you just, it, it's not just reducing that resistance. So if you worked on that, and then you also have that strong desire, which is at the, the front of the equation, you know that that desire plus your effort, mm-hmm. the combination has to be greater than the resistance. So if we talk about effort, um, I think you can break it down. It's not just so straightforward. And, and when I say effort, it's like the the energy you direct to fulfilling that intention. And that effort can be physical, mental, spiritual, social, material. It's not so like, oh, okay, I just put my tennis shoes on. Yeah. You know, um, so where do you think that, I know we're using, for the sake of just straightforwardness, getting Mm -hmm. healthy, how do you think people look at that effort and, I guess, increase the effort or, you know, incorporate that while also considering the resistance? Because I think they kind of link a little bit. But it could be different things. So then if I'm going to put effort forward, I'm just trying to think about that. Okay, if I have negative self-talk, I could, yes, use an affirmation, but I could also maybe bring a friend with me to walk outside, you know, so this way I feel connected and I feel supported and I have less of a chance of like not going. Mm-hmm. Even Or if getting out of bed is my issue, then I have like this accountability piece, which I guess would be social Yes. I don't like to be cold. I can get myself a really nice jacket Mm -hmm. and look forward to be, to say, okay, I get to put this this jacket on every Mm day. I've, I think it's really warm Mm -hmm. and cozy and I like this. So even though I don't like the idea of freezing my toes, this makes it less of a resistance or, for me, it's like I'm on a really big tea kick right now. So yes, I get to go outside, but when I come back, I get to have tea. Oh my goodness, look at you looking forward to some tea. Yeah. Do you have any favorites right now? I know it would be deterring, but... I mean, I really am a big fan of a peppermint tea. <gasps> okay. I know, but Energizing I... or bedtime? Is that Energizing. Yeah, I thought so. And I do chamomile oh, at night. I love night. chamomile. But yeah. I just got a box of tea in the mail, so I'm super excited to That's turn fun. Yeah. Um, and I think for effort... Also, it's developing, and I think this directly relates to yoga and why we're like, come on, people, consider yoga, is a practice of discipline or willpower. Mm -hmm. Just coming to yoga, believe it or not, is going to help you achieve other goals in your life because it's teaching you to show up and to be consistent. And that's what you need to fulfill your desires. There has to be willpower. Yeah. You know, there has to be self-discipline. And believe it or not, there has to be love. 
to fulfill that and know when you need to back off and maybe the effort isn't there and it's not the right time. That's okay too. This equation isn't meant to be a hard, fast rule of like I'm a failure type of thing. It's really opening your mind to see how you can, you're in the control. Yeah. Like you're in the driver's seat. Right. I was going to say, it's putting yourself in the driver's Mm -hmm. seat and saying, how can I, I guess, balance this equation if you want to stay in that way. Whereas there's so many different elements. It's not like one plus one is two. Mm -hmm. There's nuances to it and different, you know, increments that you could do. You could, you could reduce the resistance, but if you find a resistance, you know, isn't really decreasing, then you can also up the effort. Yes. Or you can still get get also a little bit more drive. There's two other pieces mm-hmm. of it, which makes it a very dynamic practice. Right. right. I right. think. No, I agree. And one one that I see a lot in therapy, you can imagine, is like romance. Mm-hmm. You know, like what the the line that I just you know I can't stand sometimes, but I, I love you all if you're listening. But um, is that I'll never find anyone here. And I'm oh. like, that's not true. Like, and that's a huge internal resistance. Right. So then I asked them, what is your effort? First of all, you need to reframe the way that you're looking at the possibility because you're not looking through a lens of possibility. So that's an effortful practice and reducing resistance. And then what are you physically doing? Are you joining a dating app? Are you saying hi to someone at Starbucks or the gym? Are you right. putting yourself out there? I mean, they're... There's so many things that why people aren't achieving their desires is really up to them, you know, and it's doing things that make you uncomfortable. Um, And if we relate this to like a really easy, like the yoga practice, I think, um, like your desire is, is whatever, um, you know, that let's say it, it, the end result is to have a good yoga class. Mm-hmm. So the the first point, the Shakti, is showing up to the class and devoting to your practice. The Vayu, the next point, is the energy you put into the practice, right? Mm-hmm. And those two, if they're large enough and they're less than the resistance, which the resistance is what? Self-talk. I can't do this. I'm too tired. Mm-hmm. I, you know, all, and the literal physical resistance. Right. That you're In facing. your body. Yeah. But if you can increase the first part of the equation and reduce that resistance, probably you're going to have a pretty good class. class. Yeah. I mean, I almost 99% of the time feel good at the end of class. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it's life changing. Um, But I thought one thing to kind of put us on the spot Mm -hmm. is looking at this equation and maybe sharing something that we've achieved and maybe briefly talking about it. Sure. Um, if you either want me to go first or you Yeah, go why first. don't you go first okay. so I can... Yeah, she's got to ponder the secret equation. It's got to be good. Um, so know? I'll talk about leaving my job because that was a huge thing for me. Um, so I was a state worker for almost 10 years at a very, air quotes, stable job with a pension, benefits, um, vacation days, sick time, you name it, but a lot of really stressful components that I won't get into, but super stressful. Um, and for many years, my the desire that I wanted to be fulfilled was to be happy in my career and to not be stressed. So... When I look at the equation, that's kind of the end goal, to find peace 
and love what I do. So for me, I have definitely had a strong desire to change. Like I wanted it. I, I definitely was looking at different jobs. I went on multiple interviews. So I felt like the Shakti, like the energy that it was authentic. Um, and I was putting the effort into it. I was showing up at job interviews. I was getting potentially the offers of the jobs. I was going to therapy myself, talking about how much I hated my job for a year. <laughs> and then I had an epiphany in the last session. I'm like, I got to quit my job. So I, so I wasn't doing all that effort, right? Like the mental piece. But I think going to therapy was. It helped you figure yeah. it out. Yeah. But my big thing was the resistance. I had to work on reducing the resistance. And my resistance was all based in the fear of the unknown. If I really boil it down, it was the fact that I, oh my God, I don't have vacation days if I go into private practice. I have to rely on my own client base. Um, what if I get sick and I need healthcare and something really bad happens? Luckily, my partner does have healthcare and I'm married, but those are things I had to consider. Mm-hmm. There was so much fear and I was also so set in the familiarity of the job that because I try not to use the word comfortable anymore because I don't think that truly is what it was yeah it was familiar to me yeah it felt like a glove that I could slip on but it didn't feel comfortable um but once I worked on reducing the fear and I did that through therapy through yoga through journaling through meditating exercise reading self-help books um once I reduced that resistance, I quit. I set it up, the interview with the agency, I got the job offer, and I quit during COVID, by the way. During Crazy. a time yeah. where most people would probably stay at a job that had sick time and vacations. <laughs> and I can tell you, I'm the happiest. i almost be going on two years of private practice. Happiest thing. I mean, happiest I've been. Um, love my work and yeah so that's kind of my example of mine was more focusing in on that resistance piece right so my example is kind of a cross between a love story and oh we love a love story oh well you're gonna be disappointed it's a (laughs) i guess it's a passion passion project and it speaks to my job okay and the why i say a love story is because you're like people are coming to you and saying, oh, I can't find someone for me here. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that, even though my love is yoga. Mm-hmm. And I moved here, and I was pretty convinced that I couldn't be a yoga teacher here. Yeah. You know, we Ocean City is great. There's a lot of people that travel to the area in the summer, but in the winter, my gosh, it's a small town, people. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Pick a small town. Yeah. And I really was having a hard time believing that I would be able to have a successful career as a yoga teacher in this area. Because I knew I had been to different yoga studios and I knew the crowd and I was like, this is saturated already. They don't need someone else. Everyone that needs to be here is here. And I kind of honed in on this, like I'm not going to be successful. However, like I said, yoga is my love and I've always, not always, but for a little bit, I've known that this is what I'm going to do with my life. And so I had a lot of Shakti behind it and the alternative, I guess, scared me enough when I thought of becoming a school teacher. I said, either I try mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. or I don't try right. and I become a school teacher, which is what I was trained to do. And if you are a power to you, this is such a like amazing job that you're doing. It was just not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided to try and I went out and I brought resumes to every single little tiny place that advertised that maybe they thought you got like once a week. And I was like, hire me. I went to hotels on my own before I even knew that there was like a company that actually did. Did (laughs) Hi, my name's Emmanuel. I would love to teach yoga. Yes, I did. (laughs) I went everywhere because I was like. So there was some effort. You definitely had some effort you put into. Yes. And then do you remember when Dawn gave me the opportunity? how many subs i took my gosh you were sub you were just doing all the classes i was like people were traveling as they do in the winter year you put in hard work and i decided that that's what i wanted to do and eventually it Mm. did pay off you know but i think the resistance was believing that the location had anything to do with me doing what I wanted to do. Because you can, I mean, of course, like, physical location is important. But if you're driven to do something and you really put the effort forward, I, it, I'm a yoga teacher now. <laughs> right. And, and you lead a teacher training and yeah. you made it happen. And I think, and I don't know if this relates to you, but sometimes that resistance could have also been... Uh, Will people like me? Am I good enough? Like, do you yeah. think? You, I mean, I think that would be normal that you might have went through that at first. Well, totally, because what I have to offer, which I now consider to be a good thing, mm-hmm. is definitely different than what was here already. And yes. I would go practice in studios and be like, "Ooh, that's not how I teach." Well, I get a job, you right. know, because you always. That's what you do. You show your face. You say hi. You take a class. You say, oh, great. I took my 500 here. And then right. people talk to you and then mm-hmm. a little bit goes a long way. But I kept feeling like, oh, I don't know if they'll like me here. I don't know if I'll fit in. And overcoming that and saying, this, I have something to offer. And mm-hmm. so if there are students for me, they'll show up. And if there aren't, then I'll do something right. else. And I think you, you and many people, when you show up and you show up with conviction, then it's like, uh, it's just more believable, it's more relatable, it's more connectable. Yeah. So it's almost like when, when we teach people, I know this is a little silly example, but if you're going to omen class, I think we just told we somebody just, this yes. in training, then believe it, like freaking ohm. And if you're authentic and conviction, have conviction, everyone else will ohm. Yeah. You know? For sure. So 100%. belief is so, it's, I think is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw, and I actually got to live and see you, you both of us, to yeah. see each other's goals come to fruition. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I think that brings us to like the close of yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Um, so kind of in wrapping, I guess. Sure. Is I think it's just a know what your desire is and know that you can get it wrong. So give it a try, right? Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Um, but know what one of your desires is. And then put it on paper to the equation. So, again, you're going to put down what is the goal. So, is the energy there? And is it one that I have a strong desire for? What is the effort I need to put into it? And then must be the little greater sign, the little munchy um, Pac-Man. The Pac-Man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> must be greater than the resistance. And yeah. then below that equation, list some thoughts and start hitting at, at at each one 
And let us know what what magic you make. Yeah, let us know what you decide to do and how it works. And know, too, that it's okay to rebalance your equation throughout the year. You may start strong Mm -hmm. and then it may shift and that's okay. And that's just part of being present with yourself and saying, hey. And I think what that's really good to end with is I thought, I always think, this is funny, but not funny, but I always think I have it figured out. I think you've known that <laughs> yes. about me. Um, it's like when I go to a manual off a of Reiki, I'm like, I am so aligned. When I first started going, she was like, this is goofy. This is, I'm like, oh my God, should I be offended that she's... No. Uh, no, but it's just funny. But I, I do, I'm like strong in my... And I do sometimes have it figured out. But I had my um, purpose kind of figured out, but only halfway. Mm-hmm. So it was neat that you said, sometimes you have to redefine it. And in the book, it helped me. Re- it didn't change it completely, but it was redefined. Yeah. So I think that's cool that you kind of say, yeah, sometimes the equation isn't what, you know, you think. Yeah. So be open to it. And we wish you an amazing new year. Happy new year, you guys. Thank you for being here. And we look forward to 2022 full of beyond the mat wisdom and connection, hopefully. Yeah. Happy new year, guys. Happy new year. Bye. Bye.